0: Raised by Wolves, Season Two, Episode Six. The tree is over, but we are just getting started. My name is Grace. I am joined here by my usual co-host, Taryn. Taryn, how you doing?
1: I'm doing very well. Uh, I'm doing a lot better than some people on the show, uh, and uh, I'm 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 happy to be here.
0: Yeah, a pretty. You know, uh, you know, we're two two more episodes in this season. It felt like, yeah, now's the time to make everyone unhappy before we can wrap this thing up. A bit. <laughs> so, so nobody's really in a great spot. Uh, I mean, really, really,
1: finally brought it back to like, uh, be careful about that fruit you're eating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true they yeah, are like don't just eat the fruit off the cactus uh one of, that was one of the first thoughts i had when i <laughs> thought at the start of the season and
1: we'll look where we are now
0: yeah rough rough episode for fruit eating um but we are not alone josh wrigler uh got his new eyes implanted but he is taking some time to rest uh, he is offline um but we are joined by someone who promised me they would only speak in old Mithraic this whole episode it's our uh, wonderful guest dm philly philly how you doing
2: so good i would uh sing an old myth ray for you guys <laughs> but i don't want to like accidentally hurt anybody with my necromancer tones you know yeah, um funny. yeah the eating of the strange fruit i mean this is like not good practice in general there's been like a lot of concern about the fruit the hallucinating what are we eating uh i was shocked travis Stone should know better how's Marcus just gonna eat the fruit
0: Well, he's been getting away with it for a long time, but uh, Philly, you joined us back uh, during our season one recaps, uh, but we have not caught up with you since then. How are you enjoying season two of Raised by Wolves?
2: Yeah, so those first couple of episodes threw me for a loop, right? It was, like, such a paradigm shift. And uh, you guys talked about it a bit, right? But this, like, reconsolidation of all the characters was not what I expected with such, like, a, a like, vast change in the kind of tapestry and the backdrop of everything. Um, but, yeah, I'm loving it. Like, especially these last, like, three episodes or so have just been getting, like, wilder and wilder and wilder, right? I feel like Race by Wolves is doing a great job of, like, answering the questions that it is posing while then like creating, uh, you know, an infinite number of more questions, but it's really like it's moving its lower forward, which I dig because it wouldn't necessarily have to.
0: Yeah. They don't tend to like sit on things for very long. It's like, well, Paul's in a cocoon. Okay, now Paul's out of the Uh like uh, Uh we move pretty quickly uh, through events on the show. So, um, yeah, but we're talking about the tree. uh, Very ominous uh, at the end of the episode. What or who is the tree? But, um, yeah, we start the episode off with Sue. She's hearing a voice in her head, says plant the seeds. Taryn, did that voice sound like the trust voice at all to you?
1: Um, I did not think to compare, uh, yeah. but, um, you know, it. Uh, I mean, it, it, the initial at the end of the previous episode sounded like the Saul whispers to me. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. What Did, did you yeah. notice a similarity?
0: It, yeah, it felt very much like uh, to me the sound of the voice that the trust makes. But perhaps I have not been noticing that just the general Saul whispers perhaps just sound like the trust voice. Um, so and it could just be generic Android voice you know which kind of makes sense um yeah but uh so she she brings some relics to poor carl bot i don't know why she's like here have some relics and then i'm gonna turn you off <laughs> yeah. yeah what
2: what did the carl bots do to anybody i don't know I know they really are the like absolute punching bags of raised by wolves. Right. I'm just like, Oh, this is nice. You know? And like, she has the whole moment of like, it really, it pleases me to like, see you so happy. Carl, (laughs) but electromagnetic pulse. Like, Oh my God, this poor dude, is it really like, he wouldn't just let you go through the filing cabinets. Everybody's gone. Right. It's a big deal
0: to be like, you know, Hey, I have five shiny relics here. Can I just take that one? But no, she's (laughs) like, I'm going to turn you off instead. Mm hmm.
2: You know, she yeah. really wanted to get her hands on that holy D12. Um, like I don't know <laughs> what, how you guys are perceiving it, but every time I see it, I'm like, it's the you know, the like great uh, Mithraic D12 of legend, you know. It's true. Man, and She then, really yeah. failed that role, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> pretty one, bad. I think. Yeah, pretty bad, yeah. yeah I, kept, I kept calling it in my notes the relic, but in the episode they called it the pentagonal relic uh, to distinguish between the other relics, but the D12 is a great name mm-hmm. for it. Um, So we see father driving uh, the tank. He's driving Hunter, Lucius and Marcus back to the colony. And um, Lucius uh, sort of mocks this, this form of religion that Marcus uh, is spouting or has been spouting. Um, Marcus says, Lucius just doesn't understand that uh, the religion when it's not dressed up in self-righteousness and uh, Lucius, Lucius reminds uh, tells Marcus, you're you're just going to pay. There'll be justice. So uh, Saul's law. Um, And he scans him and finds the, one of the card relics on on Marcus.
1: Yeah, this is uh, Marcus is like leading the Reformation here. Like he's like yeah. uh you you haughty uh Mithraics and uh we we still believe in Saul but we don't need all your nonsense.
0: Yeah real uh Lutheran sch- yeah. schism yeah. vibes here <laughs> it's Marcus I mean, nail, yeah nailing um, the the changes to the to the door yeah i love
2: this whole beat though with lucius of like you know oh we're the last of the mithraics and he's like no i am the last of the mithraics like you're just like the the con man ringleader of some crazy cult you know um this like tension and like the evolution it really is like fascinating the tension between these guys is great like i loved having them cooped up in that little tank
0: little does lucius know that like nobody's gonna honor his deal <laughs> i know poor dude, man <laughs> i don't think you're gonna get the justice that you are hoping for uh Although by the end of the episode It's kind of just hanging out so um so we see mother walking with campion uh heading into the colony um and she's sort of explaining how like you need to get to know people we need to like make sure that they're not just like doing work all the time and campion has this line like what you're saying isn't that much difference than like what Marcus was saying. <laughs> mother's very quick to say, like, I think you're misunderstanding at least one of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which uh yeah. I was good.
1: I do, I mean, uh v- pretty clear that I don't look around with wide eyes all the time. <laughs> like uh do do I, I put my like eyes that? in a little package. so. Yeah, neck. exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they do both have powerful crazy eye energy happening i mean let's be honest there's a lot like more in common i love this like um acknowledgement from campion right from the mouth of babes of like how similar these two are despite like the vast dissimilarities between them i just like uh campion's like effort at stand-up here with the crowd you know he is (laughs) not like the natural comedian that father is like i don't feel like his delivery like needs some work he's got to workshop that
0: yeah, so mother says, uh, tell them that they don't have to work today and everyone will just hang out. And so Campion tells them they won't be working. And then, like father, like son, tells them a nice little joke. Uh, and this was a special request from Josh Wiggler, uh, who said <laughs> this is the way he would have done this joke. He says, mm. what does a skeleton say when it serves food? And then he insisted that we do a Julia Child and we're like, bon appétit. So, so that's for Josh. Just that just <laughs> Um, A great Josh, joke. I thought it was very get, good.
1: Getting in the podcast, even when he's busy eating his yeah, eyes. That's true. Um,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like this is something we've talked about where, uh, Campion, we have seen zero leadership abilities from Campion thus far, but yep. everybody's always telling us that he's going to be a leader and that he's definitely like developing leadership qualities. And like, when we started season two, it was like, oh no, I led them here. I was the leader. Yeah. It's like since when, and why are like, when are we going to see this? Uh this is a scene of like, nope, he definitely has no leadership qualities yet.
0: No, he does not. Uh yeah. Whatever mother is seeing, and I mean she's trying to teach him, uh, you know, actually, you know who I think gives him the best lesson in leadership is Paul later, but um fair yeah, enough, yeah. It's been, um, been rough for Campion so far, Campion the leader. I- I
2: appreciate Raised by Wolves, like, commitment to the bit, though, of, like, the way that they're really hammering these dad jokes, like, so well that now they've transferred over to Campion. Like, I don't know. It was really, a, like, I was cracking up. I was dying, like, watching the scene. It was very, very funny. Yeah.
0: Bon appétit. Good joke. Good joke. Bon appétit. Yeah.
1: I was I was sad when they cut away after the joke because I wanted to yeah. see what happened. Yeah, it's, it's so quick. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like... I feel like at least one person would have been like, uh oh, <laughs> You think he got a chuckle out of one of them? I think so. I think so. I fair, know, fair, one fair. of them is polite enough, right? Yep. That's yeah. pretty fair. It's pretty
0: fair. Yeah. He's also like the son of the necromancer. Like you know, you might be getting chuckles for like other like yeah, right. Just, like, the child like elbowing each other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um so we uh we see hunter he's working on an android a headless android um we don't get much in this episode about the the headless android but i am a little bit worried about the headless android um and he says he's building in case he wants to move out we can't be children forever
2: yeah yeah are we this, supposed to
0: recognize this Android? Was this the Android the
2: father like beat the snot out of? It's not right. You think this is Billy? I thought yeah, for I a second. I I, oh. I thought for
1: a second that it was Billy, but I don't right? think he, it was. He had I, that
2: chrome I, look, Taryn, like he was wearing chain mail. He just was missing the chainsaw arm. You yeah, know? he was
1: he was missing the uh, the Billy accoutrements uh, that would have signified to me that it was Billy. <laughs>
0: Hey, if Hunter and uh, Tempest want to get a, a baby back, uh, having Billy might not be the worst thing. <laughs> they need, they need a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, yeah. yeah I, th- I mean, I, I think this, this kind of came out of left field a little bit with the development that they've been working on with Hunter. I think th- throughout the season that, like, um, he's like, I, I'm just gonna bounce with this android. Uh, like, we've kind of seen him seem like he's caring more and more about the family and about father and, and stuff like that. Um, but you can clearly see that like Tempest is, is like, you're not going to leave me. Right. Like uh, the, the, the Tempest hunter ship still afloat. I think.
0: Yeah. What do we want to, uh, hem- hempest, or a, t- a Tunter isn't good, I don't think. So no, I think we have to go. I think that that's right on the line. Grace.
2: Yeah, I know things are wild in this raised by wolves podcast.
0: <laughs> so I read it as so I think we had been thinking about this idea that like Hunter would take care of the baby, perhaps with Tempest. Mm-hmm. And this idea to me, this read as like, we're gonna well, you know, we don't need to be here. We can have a little house over there, and we'll have a little android who helps us. Like it felt very like, you know, almost like the jet, you know, the Jets is, we'll, we'll be great. We'll have the little family running around, uh, you know. And he said, We're not going to be children forever, as in, you're about to have a baby. And I think we're going to have to raise it together, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Vita yeah. gets a nice moment here. Uh, she gets to sing the little song All the <laughs> Tempest is getting an ultrasound. Um, and uh, Sue tells Tempest, the, baby's coming pretty quick it's uh you know i don't know what you did but it's gonna come not in weeks but probably in like a day or so
2: i um heard you guys last week and you were saying no more snake babies is this a snake yeah. baby a real well, <laughs> snake baby
0: uh it's, mermaid uh, baby mermaid baby yeah inside
2: to wonder uh what's going on with this baby there's like something right there's something well that we didn't see like i was looking very closely uh but there has to be like something going on there right right
0: i think the biggest like what the heck is it doesn't uh doesn't get hurt by the acid water yes
1: yes yeah. it doesn't it doesn't get hurt by the acid the fact that the the mermaid wants it in the first place yep. mm-hmm. uh and And like specifically seemed to know where to go to get it. Uh, We also saw like an image of the these mermaid people in um, when when father and mother were looking at the the archives of grandmother, grandmother, right? Um, So you have to like, uh, I wonder if if this if grandmother is involved somehow. Uh, So there's when obviously also when Tempest interacted with grandmother showed a like a an image of the fetus like maybe yes. did something to the fetus to allow it to withstand the acid perhaps um there's something here
0: don't worry i made your baby like bio organic don't worry about mm-hmm. it it's fine that's great um yeah, so Tempest is quite worried about having the like this uh, sudden. Like she's like, I thought I had a few weeks, and yet the fact that it's coming in the next few days, she uh, mother mother kindly says, "Well, mother, we'll take care of it." She's like, "Okay, no, you're not taking care of the baby, but also I don't want to look at the baby because it's gonna remind me of Otho." Um, so sad moment for Tempest as she uh, gets checked up on with the baby. Um, we see Marcus get brought in. Holly, uh, gets brought in as well. Um, mother hugs, Holly, Paul hugs Marcus. And, um, again, the baton, uh, says, uh, oh, you're going to bring me to the trust. He says, no, actually I hold the baton now. And he immediately knew what that meant. (laughs) Right.
1: I had the same reaction. Like, what do you, wait, hold on
0: this. You're just accepting
1: this terminology. What do you mean? You hold the baton. Oh, that clearly means that you've destroyed the trust and that you're in charge now.
0: What? No, we have to assume that in 2145 or whatever that um, marathon races with batons. Extinct. That's actually there's no other re- reason to hold up. No, I, I,
1: I think what the what's happening here is that marathon races with the baton is actually how they determine uh, <laughs> their <laughs> <That's> leaders. <right. laughs> their governmental system yes. is actually
2: like a light Olympics competition mm-hmm. to choose exactly. their leaders. The that
1: ceremony is that they do a little race and they pass the baton. The, the previous president mm-hmm. passes the baton. It's mm-hmm. so annoying the when the one.
0: necromancer takes the baton, goes into necromancer and flies away. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, this <laughs> is
2: totally outside the rules of the baton yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: um and so uh she says well uh, i'll let you go actually if you just uh denounce Saul, just go to denounce Saul. i i don't think she knows marcus that well of course he's like well no uh i don't i don't really have real powers but you don't need real powers to be worthy of Saul's love and uh <laughs> i love this deal with so mother heads to they, they take marcus to jail and mother turns to lucius and goes well, when he denounces Saul and we let him go free, then you can chase after him and kill him. Mm-hmm, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that was a great deal. Lucius is not happy.
1: Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that does prevent the, uh, you know, take back seats, right? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Saul
2: sucks. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Feels like a, a major loophole. I mean, yeah, mother's a uh, leadership system here. Like, it's far worse than her parenting, right? I mean, we give her like some credit for the parenting, but this whole like social system that she's raising up a baton government, like, seems very unstable.
0: Well, we get uh, a little bit later, uh, we get word from grandmother, I feel like some insight into more insight into mother that, like, uh, at least from her perspective, she sees mother is one thing um that even though campion did a bunch campion Surgis did a bunch of work perhaps uh you know there's kind of one instinct that mother mother has one thing that she's built for mm. so yeah um so uh, sue and mother are walking away and, and mother says uh mother was <laughs> like well it's fine i'll just like make him denounce all uh, you know by torture and <laughs> she was like please don't do that Paul will be very upset and will probably try to run away again if you do that. And this is really interesting to me. Mother says, you have to understand, I need to do what's best for all the children and not just Paul, which is kind of similar vibes that the trust was giving off, right? Uh, We can't do, you know, if we give into individual nature, that is not what's best for the collective good. And although, you know, mother is still sort of, she's always contained that it's like, it's for her children, but she's sort of like, has the same philosophy but about this like smaller group of uh, children I thought this was a really interesting interesting line here
2: it's such like a brilliant technique to just discuss like uh, to create some commentary around the way that like we rationalize things right mm-hmm. and these absolutely like rational life forms or beings or however you want to like perceive the androids here are like able to justify through like a very clear logic loop right like the trust said to mother like you have to see the logic in what I'm saying and like of course she does um, but the way like emotions interface with that. And we like utilize the logic to to verify the things that we kind of need to believe want to justify. Um, it's very savvy stuff here. I really appreciated that.
1: Yeah. And, and I don't think like, I don't think she for a second actually believes that or operates by that logic of like, I have to do what's best for a I mean, we saw, you know, half of season one, she was like, nah, this this new baby is the baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, <true>. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like, uh, like, I, I feel like this is just an excuse to do what she thinks is is right. Uh, mm-hmm. By, you know, by by this particular thing. And, and she's probably using the logic of the trust, uh, because that's the first thing that comes to mind is something that can defeats Sue's argument here.
0: Yeah. Um, we cut to Paul who's telling, uh, Campion. No, my da- my dad's totally fine. He didn't even get, uh, he didn't get uh, bio weaponed by the little mouse. He's great. He's wearing the Mithraic armor. Uh, he's the prophet. And, uh, Paul wants Campion to help. He's like, I do believe in Saul. He say, "Saul saved me." It's like I'm good. And uh, Paul gives Campion a piece of advice: If you're going to be the leader, Mother's going to have to learn to start to trust your decisions because he wants uh, Campion to come help him um, break Marcus out. Is that what he wants? Yeah,
1: he yeah. wants. He wants to get Campion to convince, or at least that's sort of convince
0: Mother uh, Brett. A tactic Brett. here. Um, I and
1: I, I get the sense that Campion is is kind of like. Uh, it, like he saw, he saw what we now, you know, uh, at, at the end of the episode, you know, presumed to be as we did before, grandmother, uh, and he was like, "Oh, that was totally Saul," because I, I, I feel like from Campion's point of view, it's like, now we can, now I can finally be a cool kid. Like they're, they're all so mad at me because <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in Saul. Like, yeah. but that now I've actually got a reason to believe. Okay, I to- 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 I definitely believe, and my dad's yeah. a prophet. Like. I mean, yeah, but I, I definitely, I totally am with you still, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he goes to mother and he says, "Can you just release Marcus? It makes you know, uh, it makes you look weak to uh, lock up somebody who's our enemy." And I says, "You know, it's not a bad argument, but also he's very dangerous. So I think we're gonna keep him locked up." And this is cl- this is classic maneuver. You yes, asked mom, she said no. What do you do next? Gotta you know, go at, to dad. You know, go ask dad. So <laughs> camp fan goes uh to see father, peeks inside the door and goes, Oh, is this your new work project? Um And I was trying to convince father that they shouldn't lock up someone for what they believe. I think very good counterpoint from father who says, yeah, he did commit murder and assaulted me. So I think maybe he could be locked up.
2: Yeah, this is like a really important and seemingly overlooked point here that this is not just like philosophical imprisonment that we're dealing with. This guy like is really dangerous, you know, (laughs) it's like started an insurrection, has killed many people. Albeit like, yes, a mother is like running the Bataan government via coup, a very recent coup like that can be acknowledged. But nonetheless, yeah.
1: And I mean, that's also like pointing to another flaw in, in mother's initial assessment of of Marcus and and where he stands in the in the camp, too, because it's like, oh, yeah, all you need to do is uh, denounce Saul and you're fine. Well, you're free to you've killed a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, you are the, called the terrorists. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, all you need to do is say Saul sucks and you're good.
2: Yeah, the real danger is that you're a bad influence on the children because of your crazy religion, not the murdering. Yeah, uh, it's murder. very it's very lovely. Yep. Mothers
0: murder a lot of people. So I think we have to Here We murder right. you know, murders right. well, just, kinda, like uh,
1: imagine yeah. imagine, you know, like bringing this guy. She's putting the religion on trial when uh-huh. she just needs to uh-huh. put the murder on trial. Like that's yeah. it's so easy. Uh, like, Oh, you've killed tons of people. Uh, and guess what? I have too, but I'm the one in charge right now, which means I get to kill you for killing people. That's how it works. Uh, and then no, no religion has to be involved at all. Nobody has to even talk about Saul who's left that would talk about Saul. No
2: one. Why is this an issue? Just kill the dude. maybe
0: lucius maybe i
2: find it fascinating that lucius is seemingly the only one who's like yeah so we got to kill this guy can i please just kill
0: him now like (laughs) what about
2: all the rest of these colonists
0: (laughs) the super religious one is like can we kill the religious guy please (laughs) he's a monster (laughs) yeah um so this uh, interesting moment here we get the the new the new bot which i'm great that we finally got a name for because i wasn't sure what to call this uh, being Mm. but reaches out to campion campion Uh, Touches the hand and we get some uh, For the first time the creature Speaks but not in not in English Says cow for la Sika and uh, father recognizes It as ancient Mithraic but does not know exactly What it means and um, Campion immediately realized like Oh this is what I saw this is what Like helped me escape Uh, it's not salt It's just this uh, this creature And uh, and then mother shows up (laughs) (laughs) In a nice moment uh, Between the bot and Campion and father and, and then mother's going to come and uh campion gives it a nice name says yes yeah, apparently really old so i, I call the grandmother again. Like, yeah, campion on fire with the jokes this episode I that was great um but mother's like no i'm gonna put in my eyes i'm gonna destroy it uh goes into necromancer mode and grandmother falls to the ground seemingly like, sort of broken um and uh mother so she's got a lot of shade for uh for an android she's just like see i told you, you guys you're far too trusting um they notice that she has a dark photon processor in her head, and father calls it, uh, but is what he's calling yeah, this uh, new but- yeah. but Tanatek. Uh, Tanatek. I-
1: for a second, I thought he said banana tech and I was really happy about it, but yeah. uh, I'm
2: pretty sure it was botanitech. Like banana etiquette. Um, yeah, yeah. Banana tech is like a great term. I love the whole like mirrored necromancer beat of like both of them flying with the arms like yeah. in different positions. Um, But like the whole notion here. So there's this very like father is like the father of grandmother but also like <laughs> once we give it the moniker grandmother, it's it was very like mother-in-law energy happening, right? <laughs> It comes in and it's just like, uh, 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 I'm no, not I, having no, this. You no. are not moving in with us. I'm not dealing <laughs> with it. Like, shut it down. Shut it down right now. Um, yeah, that just was kind of hilarious to me. It Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's
1: very much like, you know, father built a motorcycle, right? Like yeah. uh, he built a motorcycle in the garage. He hid it away from mother. She, then he, he showed it to the, to Campion and Campion was like, oh, so cool. This definitely means that God doesn't exist. I, like, I thought just a second ago. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and um, then mother came and she's like. Oh my, no, no, No. this is dangerous. We are not doing this. We're keeping this locked up. No, I promise it's going to be great. Nope. Okay, maybe we can test it. We can drive it a little bit in like a parking lot in a safe space, but we are not taking this out on the road
2: yeah she basically like uh you know put the lock in the front wheel so they're not going anywhere with Mm -hmm. it and uh yeah the whole like lovely uh contradiction of what's happening here is that mother is like freaking out that the religious salad is going to like infect sweet campion's mind uh with these mithraic ways and like in fact the existence of grandmother has just like completely quashed all of like the growing belief that was like in him for the last few days and this like uh you know lack of awareness of what's happening here just it's perfect it plays really well
0: i mean yeah it it does sort of like immediately champions like oh you know oh it's not i guess that's not saul but also you know the last episode is uh you know the end of the episode basically um you know paul saying to his mom to sue like what's the difference between a god or an alien you know Mm -hmm. um and so um just the fact that it's around i think scares the mother a fair bit um they're very excited about this uh but uh, a <laughs> banana I'm, i just got to call it banana, tech. <laughs> banana <tech. laughs> yeah. yep. um can't be the, excited about what they could build they could inspire the colony and um and then mother translates the the ancient mithraic and apparently grandmother was asking why aren't you wearing your veil and mother says oh okay we could use this we could shed some light on perhaps um you know saul's connection with with earth and the signal um, so very interesting. Yeah. yeah
1: I, and, and like uh basically I don't know when we saw that this Android was getting, you know, like episode two or three, I feel mm-hmm. like. Uh it's like since then, this is what I've been wanting from this yeah. Android. So to hear yeah. Mother finally, said, I'm like, yes, please, please,
0: please fire it up.
1: Yeah. Uh and it's and it's like that's just like still pretty much just a throwaway line. And we're still not gonna get to it yet. I'm like, ah.
0: No.
2: Yeah, it feels like super valuable, Tyrant, right on the planet with like that's like littered with these ancient religious relics and has these giant snake holes all over the place. To get like the recordings of what the hell was going on here a few thousand years ago feels like very, very important stuff to tackle, right?
1: Yeah, like uh, maybe yeah. you'll figure out uh, if if random mermaid creatures are going to abduct your babies, or, or if people are going <laughs> right. to turn into trees. Like this is valuable information that this android probably mm, has some light like, that they they can shed on Precisely. it. literally.
2: You could at least get like a good grocery list of the acceptable fruits that you're allowed to imbibe yes. wandering around in the in the back country of Kepler-22. Oh, I have an idea. Maybe maybe it'll have an idea
1: of where a snake baby came from and how <laughs> how she got impregnated <laughs> and what to do
0: with the snake. No, those are, these are now problems. <laughs> we don't need to answer
2: anything when we can just continue to walk around and do things could be oh, some uh, really good techniques for pumpkin farming in the future too it feels very no, future, seven is a
0: that's us. what seven was complaining pumpkins yeah. i've eaten yeah. too many pumpkins
2: This uh, this show needs a scientist
1: uh Sali, <laughs> sue, sue dabbled money. but she's done
0: yeah um Last at the end of last season, we we're doing the recaps, and Josh was like, "You know, I think if we find out who Saul is by like the end of season two, uh, you know, I think that that's." Good. And I was like, "The end of season two—that's long. I want to know. Like, I want them to come back and the like premiere be like Saul is, which like not true. I do feel like." we are on the trajectory to like get the big Lords on either next episode, probably next episode based on how fast things move, which then sets up a lot of questions apparently for the, you know, for the family. And if the show is renewed for a season three. So I feel like we'll get it, Taryn. Is it, is this the type of thing where like when you're watching the show, like if you were not podcasting about, it, would you be like, okay, okay. Okay. I'll wait another episode to see, you know, or would you be like, if they don't give it to you by the end of season two, are you like storming off? You know? I, I mean,
1: as long as I'm getting, something like uh like I, there are mysteries that were that that in the at the end of season one there were a bunch of mysteries dropped on us and I feel like very few of them have been significantly explained even like even like half explained like I'm okay with like an explanation that turns out to be fake later on right, right? like because that's that's fun um but like I want some kind of like okay devolved humans snake baby uh you ran weird core of the earth um uh you know like all all of these things uh the what the 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 car the cards of the the burlap bandits the 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 snake birthing helmet uh like uh, i want something to help explain some of those things at the very least because we were introduced to a whole bunch of new like uh, acid water mermaids um like uh, we got a whole bunch of new stuff that we got to deal with i want to i want to close off some of those old chapters that we haven't even touched
2: in a while yeah can i just ask are we affiliating the acid water mermaids with the devolved people from the other side of the planet like how do we feel like these are like connected things because they look very like similar right
0: i think i think they are perhaps have devolved in different ways so kind of like if you think that they are like from the same origin point you have like devolved it's kind of evolving to fit the the needs Mm -hmm. of your habitat right but um yeah some of them are like you know and we we certainly saw i think in um the last episode the guy in the cave um like yeah that's like that kind of he was burlap bandit and then immediately devolves into like something even uh further i kind of feel like yeah that's like one trajectory and the other trajectory is like you might end up in the water and be an acid mermaid
1: yeah. It seems to me like perhaps the devolved, well, cause they found like a Neanderthal but like, uh, like there's like the burlap bandits seemed relatively friendly, um, mm-hmm. you know, to a point, uh, on one side of things. And these, uh, these acid mermaids, uh, have not actually been attacking anybody. Right. Like, uh, like when, when Sue, I, we actually joked about this when Sue got the leeches from them, like it was just kind of minding its own business. Um, and, uh, and then you had well, like, didn't it, they
0: kill it, everybody it, in the car? Didn't they kill what they thought that seven well, did, did it? Yeah, Did I it? don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Did they actually yeah, we don't was know they, what were they else the cause?
2: Going on under there, exactly. Um, they seemed like like vaguely aggressive, but yeah, to your point, Aaron, they're really they're not like these like nightmarish predatory monsters. Yeah. It's
1: mostly just that the acid hurts. Like it mm-hmm. tried to grab Campion and it grabbed uh Vril, but like it like it was just trying to say hi, probably, right? Like um <laughs> so um it, the
0: acid mermaid. <laughs>
1: yes, I think <laughs> no. the, 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 it was protecting that baby. Uh but then there's like the the real devolved humans that do attack people, and that's what the burlap bandit in the, in down in the in the hole mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, turned into and yes. but until it uh, when it turned into that it attacked Marcus. Um, so to me it seems like there's there's a difference there that there's like the the humans have changed into these various forms of creatures that suit their environment, it seems. Um, but then there's a further devolved state. That mm-hmm. comes from these Mithraic teeth, probably. Uh, that uh that, that turns them into the, the the creatures.
0: Well, I also wondered. I mean, we're not quite there yet, but the creature that comes out, that the mermaid creature that atta- that uh, takes the baby, to me, seemed far more powerful than the creatures that, like the one that like Sue took the leech off of, the one that Agreed. Campion get. It seems like bigger and bigger. perhaps more. Powerful, and I—I I don't know that I would say like. Or is there a difference in like de-evolution or evolution of those two types of creatures? But perhaps, and then the other thing is we have not, we don't necessarily know that any of the creatures, the sea creatures that we've seen before have come from wormholes, but this one absolutely mm. did come from a wormhole. And yeah. so again, this, like we've talked a lot about like, <laughs> like mouse diving into the wormhole comes out just, you know, fine, you know, um, what's in the wormholes that like, and how does that affect, um, you know, creatures and you know that that burlap Bandity guy um was in was in a wormhole right Mm -hmm. that's the last episode in the relic so um yeah lots of questions uh, to me still about and i i love that we've got because i was i feel like the first like three episodes of the season i was like where are the human where are the evolved humans and Mm -hmm. finally they're here i feel like i'm getting enough that it's keeping me intrigued but um certainly i would love more answers about saul but yeah yeah, I it
1: it seemed like this this mermaid was was more of like a like a queen or like a mother okay, kind yeah. of uh, creature than the sort of like uh, henchman uh, that we right. saw before um which is not really like a human thing right uh Wildness. it's more of a it's very like an ants.
0: Thing. oh we have yeah. queens right
2: yeah <laughs> we do have queen, queen elizabeth yeah. is the
0: most powerful human on the planet that's why she's the queen well that
2: is now yeah, yeah i mean that's true that part is so. true sure yeah she's got the baton right so yeah she's holding it yeah
0: yeah we'll give it up Won't charles is like up. please <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: please mother had be the baton yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's uh pass the baton over to our sponsors we're going to take a quick break and we will be back in a moment okay we are back uh marcus hooked up to the hooked up to the spinny wheel uh this is fun i like this uh it gets (laughs) i didn't one of marcus's superpowers we're gonna have to put this on his resume he gets punched and he goes hey i know that punch
1: (laughs) So, we can confirm at this point that it wasn't the eyes that were allowing him to recognize no. punch who the punches no. came from. Yeah. It's just he's real good at
0: determining
2: who punched yeah. who.
0: An innate ability to be able to tell who punched you or who punched him. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely yeah. worse superpower. That's the worst one for sure.
0: And I do think we were robbed a bit. Of getting to see Sue have to like explain like, hey, can I be in the torture suit today? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. like I,
2: I borrow the Punisher helmet. Can I borrow? I just <laughs> need that
0: for a minute. Can I sign it out? I'll sign
1: it back I, in. Yeah. I, I mean, I get the misdirect here, but pr- practicality to me on this scene was was abysmal. Like, what is she, she did? She hook him <laughs> up to the wheel and <laughs> right. dress up, exactly. just so that right. she could punch him no, once yeah, and you know then what? be like, nah, I'm actually totally cool with what you and I totally believe. And no, I'm, I think... I'm actually so sorry about no. what everything that I've done.
0: Somebody else gets a marble in the beginning of the day. And it's like, you got to tie the guy up to the circly uh, spinny, spinny wheel. Yeah, because, it was like, Sue, we never Sue
1: just like uh, put a marble <laughs> next to somebody's bed, like yeah. sneaking in.
0: Yeah because we never see we never mother didn't have to tie uh cleaver up you know i think that like that why well, would ruin the point of wearing the like disguise mask you right know? somebody uh, so- there
2: is a third party tying everyone up i just thought it's hilarious that she does throw the one punch i'm like oh yeah. okay like so somebody's watching like we got to go through the motions here but like no we're just the one punch and it was like was that like oh wait like there's nobody here i don't actually need to like keep up with this um I, yeah it's fair
1: I, I actually i actually kind of didn't like it because this is Pretty much the first time we're seeing Sue and yeah. Marcus back together, and I would have liked a more emotional, uh, focused scene mm-hmm. than sort of like this this misdirect uh, kind of thing. Um, and uh, you know, it, visually, it lo- she looked badass in in the getup, sure. Uh, I can appreciate that, but uh, I would have liked something that was a little more focused on the the movie. I
2: think that she like doubled back and hit Carl with another EMP to get the suit. Is that how we got it? Because
0: that would have been like, (laughs) oh, Oh. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that especially because, you know, I don't love this like journey from Sue, not because I think it's like poorly written or that it it doesn't make sense. I don't like it because I liked Sue and now I'm not going to like Sue. Taryn, why didn't you tell me to sell my Sue stock? It's Uh, all wasted.
1: It's gone. I mean, I could have told you at the end of the last episode that uh, you should sell the Sue stuff. I mean, I I am with you though. Like, it it felt it felt a little fast to me, and and I think the thing that that I would have liked the most, I think that like there's a small change they could have made for me that would have made the Sue arc work a lot more for me. Which is that like in this episode, she's she's done a full 180. And yeah. she is, she's not only like doing what Saul wants, but she's also like when she talks to Marcus, she's like, uh, okay, it's talking to me now. I'm totally with you. I believe in Saul. Uh, you know, it's uh, that, that it's this voice. Um, and uh, he's like, praise Saul. And she's like, yeah, praise Saul. It's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Sue is not saying praise Saul. She doesn't think it's a God. Like, uh, like, or, or like, she you know, she doesn't think in the same way, right? Um, And the fact that she's like so quickly adapting like the exact mindset that Marcus had, which was all which was another example of like very quick turn. But at least in Marcus's case, it was like he had this megalomania um, that could kind of explain it. But Sue is just doing this to protect uh, Paul like that's that's her motivation here. And so I would have loved for her to just be a bit more pragmatic about this new belief Uh, like listen, Marcus. I don't believe in the thing like you believe in the thing but uh, but I'm in because this is what I need to do to protect Paul. Like that kind of mindset I think would have helped sell the turn to me a lot more and I would have been um, it, it would have been it would have hurt even more when when she turns into a tree
2: well yeah i mean she's the doctor right she's like the man of science and the dynamic between the two of them compared to like the man of faith right and the fact that mm-hmm. she doesn't like bridge that gap with like the rational like look i get it i hear it like it's it, it's not what i don't think it is what you think it is but i acknowledge the like presence the power the potential that there is in this thing it's a big pivot um i guess i don't know i appreciated having like the backdrop of when she was having hallucinations and talking about going through the war and like she's just describing PTSD, right this woman Mm -hmm. has like been through an incredible amount and so uh the like life raft in this like world of uncertainty like these that's the connective tissue i drew back to there right while like she's not in the middle of like violent day-to-day like survival mode anymore right this is a woman who like faced the end of the planet and against all odds like made it off right because of this impossible gambit that they ran um but she has no control right and everything is like spinning away from her and this grasping at something is why I can like accept the pivot as strong as it is but I hear you it could have been delivered uh, in a little bit more elegant of a way like than the full like okay I'm all in right and I wonder like as I'm reading that I take it as a bit of her placating him because again like Marcus's problem is not just that he's a religious zealot but he's very violent dangerous person uh, who's like done untold violence to like many people throughout so I'm sure that that like lingers in the back of her mind right um i don't know yeah
0: yeah i think if everything that she does in this episode was given to us through the lens of oh i'll just do it for paul Mm -hmm. i feel like that's stronger right i will go talk to marcus because i need i need paul i will Mm -hmm. go break him out of jail because i need paul you know i think that that's a little bit stronger than it it does it does feel like a quick conversion uh to to mithraism yeah uh, and like for, like for Sue.
1: not just like oh marcus you were right about everything i'm so sorry but like right. you're you're still an asshole but i'm doing this for paul right <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you have you know.
0: skills that i need you know? like
1: i'm sorry yeah. i didn't believe you about the voices but you definitely still took it way too far dude yeah yeah, yeah, yeah
2: you're, right. you definitely are crazy
0: yeah <laughs> um so we see mother and father examining grandmother and, uh, they discover that she is thousands of years old. Father is super impressed by this. You know, he says we're just babies compared, uh, to, to this, uh, being. And, um, he says instead of weapons anatomy, something else is stored, um, in her, um, compared to uh mother who is mostly weapons anatomy.
1: That's, I mean, that's big, right? Because mother is quite, a quite the weapon and so if grandmother has the power of mother but it's dedicated to something else that something else has got to be pretty dramatic
0: yeah um yeah i I mean it, it leads me to you know we've talked a lot about campion sturgis and how much he's been involved in making all sorts of he built the trust apparently you know um, he built Mother that perhaps uh, Campion Sturgis was, you know, kind of like, oh, trust is kind of dumb for something that's supposed to be built by this incredibly smart scientist. And then I feel like for um, them to look and be like, wow, you're like just mostly weapons anatomy, huh, Mother? Like, it's like, I don't think Campion did a great job, <laughs> like, like uh, overriding uh, whatever needed to be built, you know? Uh, instinctively, Mother is just a weapon and is not much more than that um, is interesting to me what do we
2: think what where what's like our guess here what is the rest of like this vast untold undefined technology that lies within grandmother
1: i mean you know in terms of a vast power that's not like weapon uh you know there is some kind of power that is talking to people right Mm -hmm. like uh could this be uh probably not the voice that we've been hearing considering she was recently activated but um, but on that scale, could could this be uh, you know another voice that could start uh, influencing um, the things around them? Uh, I think is is a question uh, because that's really the only other like massively powerful thing we've seen, right?
0: Yeah, something built to con- like control and placate rather than. Destroy, you know? Yeah.
2: I mean, that's interesting because I just keep coming back to like all this weird biotechnology stuff, right? And yep. like the evolution, the devolution, however we want to like kind of look at it. Mm. Like there's a lot of like strange uh biology happening here. We're like crossing and blurring the lines between like the biology, the technology. So much of this is like central to what we're doing here that I wonder if she's some like agent of evolution, right? If this is like some type of like similar creation mm-hmm. that is here. To kind of like jumpstart the various paths these life forms are taking i don't know uh it's all very well interesting though like thinking about it again they they
1: found that image of the the mermaid mm-hmm. people in mm-hmm. um, I mean, uh again how does the mermaid creature know to come out and take the baby why would it even do that it was there a voice in the mermaid creature's head mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. could that have been grandmother or or maybe it was Saul? something but uh like uh that seems like the kind of influence that something like that would have um but i also yeah i, I agree that the, the the de-evolution is another like massively powerful thing that we don't know the the true answer to yet so um yeah. You
0: know. yeah um so sue and paul are trying to open the relic they have this like orangey orb that's like you know heating it up trying to open it and as soon as they start trying to open the orb seven starts like screaming growling uh hissing it wakes up campion wakes up all the children actually campion runs um to go see what's wrong with seven um it's it's not happy it hits campion it hits him in the wall. that's when mother uh realizes something's wrong rushes over to see uh, campion and seven um the object that they're trying to use sort of like shuts down and seven immediately is like calm down mother yells at seven which seems to she immediately sort of regrets feels like to me this is like you're built to be a weapon um you're angry uh she was think very you're mean to me. She was yeah. very mean. Yeah. yeah yeah um and then uh paul says to Mom, you know i wonder maybe we need like all three of us because i was just thinking that and uh, i says we'll sneak it we'll sneak marcus out when tempest is having her baby everyone will be distracted
1: let's get like uh <laughs> What like that makes no I know, sense. I
2: know.
0: I know.
2: It's quite a leap. It's <laughs> yeah. quite a leap. <laughs> yeah, Paul like,
1: I can see why Paul would think that, but Sue, like, come on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this uh, the the seven connection to the the D twelve uh, yeah. definitely is uh, something to keep note of. And and like, I think the the major question would be: Is seven upset at the potential opening of the D twelve, or is seven upset about the potential, I guess, destruction? what might be inside of it my guess would be the the latter there uh considering that seven seemed to have no reaction to when it actually opened right um so i i would assume that uh you know seven we know is a product of the voice Saul from the other side that i've been calling Saul from the other side of the planet um and uh we can assume that uh this this the, the, the d12 the seed Uh, that is inside the d12 also a product of that so it seems like a very important product and so if if this had been destroyed then that would set seven off kind of makes sense to me but that almost seems too straightforward for the show
2: yeah in the immediacy of this i was like going back trying to like track the journey of the d12 and like how close did it get to mother when was it around her and like that first season and like just trying to line those things up in terms of like, uh, the whole gestating a birthing of seven. Right. But of course, like we end up at this end resolution of like the tree and the tree and the snake of it all are like inexorably tied together. And like this very fundamental way that connects to everything we're talking about here. So I'm curious to like, see where it goes. Um, because I did clock that too, at the end that like, okay, once the seed opens, like we never go back to seven, we never like see what happens here. So what does that mean for like the opening of next week's episode? right of like are we going to come right in on that but I'm very intrigued about this relationship uh, between these things
0: well I yeah I wonder I think the idea that seven is actually trying to protect whatever is inside makes some sense in the sense that when they try to open the relic they are not doing it the way that the relic is going to be open and so they are just they're just and potentially harming whatever is inside whereas Mm -hmm. at the end when sue has the key to unlock it um that's the way it's supposed to be open so yeah we don't hear they're far they're farther away from where seven is but i do feel like yeah, it's probably that like it's open in the right way. The seed is fine. That's who was supposed to open it. You know, mm-hmm, it's a, mm-hmm. although pretty easy clue to open the if ask, well, I wouldn't have done it but anyway we'll get we'll get to she it.
2: pulled out that one right nursery rhyme we've been talking yeah. about the nursery rhymes too it's a very what if Vita interesting... sang the
0: nursery rhyme around I mouth? know <laughs> right it could open the Vita would Vita, be a tree Vita could have actually
2: <laughs> been the MVP um I I love this like interesting juxtaposition where like obviously like uh the mythology the Christian mythology of like the snake being like oh yeah and the apple and all that the fruit and the idea of like the snake is like some type of protector for the tree and the fruit and all of it uh it's very interesting to me and like i'm really really eager to see how deep they go into
0: that uh warm hole as we move forward yeah yeah um so um tempest wakes up mother is sitting beside her shes just Staring at me says no I've been replaying memories Of our time together Um, She says you've, you've grown a lot She gives her alarm that only mother can hear In case she goes into labor early Otherwise uh, the, the other children will make sure You're there at the time you're supposed to have The baby and says why do you uh, If I've grown up so much why do All the other children need to like make sure I'm there She says sometimes when people are under extreme pressure They grow to meet the demands Or sometimes they regress And then Tippa says well don't worry mother I know there's no escape So well, not looking good. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I mean that seems
1: that seems like an important line. Um, I don't know. I like it. It, it made me think of the devolved humans. The you know mm-hmm. that some of them are sort of still in control of their own faculties, and some of them are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it also made me think of like sort of the direction I'm seeing the show going in, which is sort of the um the forward motion of humanity and whether it's going to still be humanity by the end of the show Mm -hmm. um so uh definitely i think a, a line to keep in mind
0: yeah, because I, I thought it was when they like, you know, when they when the burlap bandit dies and they find the burlap bandit, like, oh, it's a devolved human. And in my like you know, we talked about this a lot, where like they're meeting the needs of their habitat, which to me actually mm-hmm. feels like evolution, right? That right. you evolve to uh, be able to survive and be better equipped to handle the things around you. And so yeah, then mother is sitting here being like, Yeah, some people like grow to meet their demands or they regress um to try and sort of like escape them but well it's
2: interesting right because it's like almost both those things like they're physiologically adapting to like meet the demands of like the geographic space while they're intellectually devolving so as not to be like burdened with all the existential dread of an intellectual brain you know uh it's very fascinating right um and the way that like that line like works in the micro and the macro like there's no escape from like this pregnancy that is like imminent and in front of you but also there's no escape from this planet and like the various factions of crazy people that you have to spend time with it because like you know they're the only societies that exist uh yeah it's it's good stuff
0: yeah um so uh father is uh speaks to grandmother grandmother suddenly can speak she says why are you speaking the old languages says, well it's kind of the only one i know um
2: and it uh, seems she's... like a major oversight for the basic service model that they only gave him one language, I one mean, language. come on what are you guys doing <laughs>
0: yeah, you couldn't at maybe. least like give it. A... oh man Everybody speaks English. The world is destroyed. Everybody only speaks English now. No other languages come into Kepler 22b. So I mean it
2: is convenient. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um she says you've removed your veil. And uh he says I don't have one. And then, uh, he apologizes for mother's how she's been treated for mother as well. Do you mean the weapon? And uh he says well that's my partner. She says well no, I'm your partner, <laughs> which mm. Boy, that's intriguing.
1: Yeah. A thousand percent, he is definitely <laughs> her partner, right? Yeah. I mean, this is everything yeah. we've been talking about. Uh, yeah. He only knows the la- that language because it's been removed from his memory. Yeah. Uh, his consciousness has traveled. Whatever it is, uh, she recognizes him because they, they, like they, they were a pair at one point.
0: You've removed your veil. You don't wear a veil. You do actually. I, I met you thousands of years ago. Actually, um, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, t- I think uh, there was a while where we were like, fathers, definitely there's something more to him. There's, he will be like, it will be unleashed. And then I was a little bit off that train when she arrived. Was like, oh, no, I guess no. And then I'm now I'm totally back on. I'm like, you're my partner. I'm
1: like, hey. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm really not. And, and st- she still didn't accept. She was like, I'm confused. I'm, uh, uh, like, what? Sense. No, <laughs> uh, that yeah. doesn't make any sense.
0: My partner, classic. He does like jokes, father. Maybe she just <laughs> thought he was joking. <laughs> yeah. Um. She kind of uh, caused all the screens to go fuzzy and she she turns off. So, yeah. Well, he tells her how many
1: humans are on the oh, pl- yeah. on this planet yep. uh, and that there's one coming soon. Cut two.
2: Yeah, that's right. She powers down. <laughs> she everything. powers down and yep. then a mermaid may randomly knows to go steal a baby. Okay. Yeah, that's, I don't true. Know. that's
0: true. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm
2: um yeah and like to the father of it all right we had the line a couple episodes ago right where like campion is having this realization of like i heard you never need to die father they can take mm-hmm. your consciousness and put it in anybody they could put it in a computer you know um this whole like notion of like uh the different forms that it might be wearing like yeah did grandmother like literally just like um like like shift her consciousness to like this queen thing it's all there's so many questions yeah it's very fascinating
0: uh, well that's inter- yeah that's interesting because the way she can sort of like see through mother and just be like, well, you're a weapon, you know, mm-hmm. she might be able to see into like, see like the stuff that they're like having to use all the screens for, you mm-hmm. know, she might just be able to see it. Be like, well, she's oh, able to see through
1: can... Tempest, right?
0: She is. Yeah, true. Um, Vita, Vita has a great moment. She's making a doll of Marcus, the prophet. <laughs> Vita, don't be careful. Don't get into the, it's bad collectible Vita. um, Hunter goes to check on Tempest. She is gone. The window is broken. The alarm is left on the bed. Um, at the same moment, we see Sue breaking Marcus out of prison. Um, and we see Cleaver. Cleaver's there. And they're like, come along. The more the merrier. He's like, nah, I'm going to stay here.
2: I'm going back to Earth. Back to
1: <laughs> Earth. Yeah. Back to Boston.
0: Yeah um, um yeah, yeah
2: cleaver is fried cleaver's in bad shape and i feel bad for cleaver i'm very curious as to like the fate of this poor man by the end of this season yeah, yeah. well he's definitely eating some
1: some sioux fruit right
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: for sure yeah marcus is like don't worry we're gonna feed you some sioux fruit you're gonna be you're gonna be great your brain's gonna be fixed because it's gonna be her brain
0: yeah um so we uh we see paul <laughs> He's standing in front of like a little little pond lake thing. I have in my notes, wow, Paul's very bad at skipping stones. He just chucks a rock into the, into the lake. Uh, and then he sees a tank. And uh, Marcus and Sue come out. And uh, I thought, like, for your first meeting, Marcus, is like, hey, Cocoon Boy, <laughs> you're a oh mean my dad. God. You're a mean dad. Stop. Stop. Be nice. <laughs> Reuniting. Be nice.
2: Yeah, don't really. Come, Paul come didn't call him creepy vain face dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, come on. These guys, they both had some moments. We've been through some like hard transitions here on Kepler 22, you know, like, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so they, the family, the Drususes are reunited. Um, elsewhere, Tempest, you know, I think Tempest, you know, and she's a little worried about having the baby. I would suggest if you're going into labor, I know that she's, you know, that's a hard thing to do. Maybe don't go near the acid water. But she does yeah. choose to go to the acid water. <laughs> I yeah. felt very
2: worried about like where this was going as she's like marching like markedly down to the acid beach to be like, let me lay on this rock <laughs> surrounded by the splashing waves of it's acid all splashing. around me. Right, Taryn? It's <laughs> madness, man. I thought we were going in like a really dark direction here with all of this.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I definitely get the sense that the intention here was to uh, drop the baby off into the
0: into right i right. so so tempest has the baby and then i this is there's a moment when she like actually has the baby and births the baby i was like uh-oh here comes the monster because like to me it was a little bit of like you know they feel like they you know are attacking and what and i was like oh, they're gonna sense that something has happened and they're gonna come out and then it was like Oh no, there's no baby. And so in a moment, then we like her like cutting to pictures of the wormhole and like in the, in the whirlpools and, uh, and Tempest, I'm like, uh Oh, she's about to drop the baby in the acid. And then, (laughs) then, no, that is also wrong. I feel like I was on a horror movie. Uh, you know, I was watching this. My my heart was like, yeah. And then, uh, we see something come out of the wormhole come up on shore uh stare down uh a tempest uh, touch her with with acid water uh, which hurts her and then take the baby who's not hurt by the acid water open up like a chest cavity pop the baby in close it up and head back into the water this is terrifying i didn't like this at all i feel yeah. so
2: yeah i feel bad about this, this was times. very gross yeah. and quite horrifying uh this like yeah fish folk queen was was really like a terrifying creature yep
1: yeah, I I, I'd, uh, I'd, this was one of those moments where the visuals did not quite live. Up, oh, yeah, uh, for me, at least um, like uh, the various cuts of like the the rubbery hands kind of like, yeah, <laughs> reaching yeah, out yeah, sure, uh, yeah. and then poor Tempest. Like, I think she did a great job, but uh, like there's like just the scene of her like uh, like on her knees with the thing still standing there like it hasn't moved yet. It's it was just a little awkward for me. But uh, what are you going to do?
0: I don't know. I think I was just so caught up in like them of like, oh, it's either gonna ki- like this is gonna be horrific. It's gonna kill them. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Or it's and then it's gonna take the baby. I'm like, oh no, that's bad too. Like I think the whole like I was so caught up in what was happening that I think I don't know. The visuals seem fine for me, but I can see if they don't.
1: Work. I think like I was also like I was convinced that these sea creatures were not bad guys. Yes. Uh So I was like, it's don't worry, it's not gonna hurt the baby. Uh, it, but then and then it took the baby and then it popped it in its chest and I was like, oh my god, it ate the baby. Oh no, no, no! This is what I thought. It's what I thought. A <laughs> like uh,
0: kangaroo. Yeah. It's like a kangaroo pouch. Uh, yeah, for yeah, but much weirder. Yeah, mermaids got my baby.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was very it's very
0: tricky. There's this moment where Hunter shows up and he sh- he shows up and he's like, uh, like she wants to go. F- run after it and he's like no no that's dumb don't jump into the acid water and just over his shoulder like it scared the crap it scared me again where you see this yep. figure in the background and then you realize like it's like this headless being I'm like oh it's that he brought the android <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's oh. so slow like how did he get all the way there with this slow walking android
0: <laughs> come on Billy we gotta go <laughs> yeah, let's go uh, we need the chainsaw yeah, yeah one, right. if he had like chainsaw Billy and it wasn't so slow right if he yep. left a few minutes or here could have stopped this the mermaid creature from taking the baby Um, so back at the house mother uh, they're all gathered around mother says this was their important mission and they failed maybe father was right they've become too emotional and this is when mother learns that well it's not just that Tempest's baby got stolen also Paul and Sue are gone and uh she's in the room she's bleeding milk fluid from her nose she is stressed out things are not going well uh at the household um she grabs the one of the orange orb orb it seemed like that's what they were using to try and break open the relic and um (laughs) she's like where is she like restricted well override (laughs) oh yeah sure here you go here's all the info (laughs) Oh <laughs> uh, yeah and she sees her
1: praying and uh there's this deep sense of betrayal here she just last episode she was like sue you're my friend uh sue like, mother is experiencing what we experienced watching that's like what
0: Re- really sue i too. forgot to sell my stock we're gonna ruin <laughs> sue
1: we were friends oh
0: uh, best character on the show it's bad guy now mm-hmm. well um so mother goes to see lucius and says do you know do you know where they are and i says no but i have this relic and um when uh so this is interesting to me um mother decodes it and says Mm -hmm. and but lucius at the same time says it's a warning Uh, it's Mm -hmm. bad it's a warning how's lucius know that it's a warning
1: Nobody else I has don't, been
0: able to read the cards.
1: Yeah, I don't understand these cards. Uh, and I don't understand how Lucius knows how to read I didn't understand how Mother knew how to read it. I didn't even know that they were readable. No. One I of the things it. I did
0: notice is uh the, the the symbol on the card is a symbol that is on the uh the D twelve
2: wasn't it the tree wasn't it the tree on the think uh, it's a tree yeah, yeah it yeah. basically yeah. is yeah and so i just took it that way right that like lucius is just like reading like the basic symbology on the front of it of like i don't know what it says but like that's the like you know line through it like don't do this thing it's a warning and uh i mean it's got to have some kind of like digital capabilities right it's got like an rfi signal that mother's picking up I yeah with like how's yeah, well, yeah, like, lucius
1: though but yeah that's what like yeah. lucius because yeah. lucius was like if it was just marcus i'd be totally chill yeah. with him turning into a tree but i don't want sue <laughs> and paul Turning into <laughs> yeah, the, oh, that's yeah, the okay. sort of message yeah. that I got, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And it's so, true. uh, and then I imagine that when she scans the card, she's she sees, the, oh, they turn into the tree. That's that's
0: bad news. How Lucius know all this? I don't understand. We well, the, she's
1: a true, true, truly faithful last
0: Mithraic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the end of the episode, we have the Drusus family sitting and eating. Paul finds a wishbone. And uh, she wins the little wishbone battle. She gets a larger end. And um, Paul says, Yeah, well, I can't believe Marcus doesn't know what a wishbone does. Paul's like, yeah, all your prayers will come true. She's like, Well, good thing we're all wishing, praying for the same thing. That's great. And I uh, says, Tomorrow we'll figure out how the relic opens. And then um, Paul is sleeping with Sue and he says can can you sing me a lullaby i like that we're totally over we're just we have moved on from the fact we've all accepted that they stole their faces she's like that wasn't me buddy on earth <laughs> yeah. that was your real I mom
2: know. <laughs> i
1: know but yeah. Still, yeah. Let, me, let me try and remember though well, let me try. <laughs> <I'll do it. laughs>
0: so she sings the song uh the, the lullaby that Tavita was singing earlier and suddenly the relic uh, opens so really you don't even have to sing the whole thing i wonder if it would like shut back up if she didn't finish the whole song but it opens up and so she grabs the seed and then it like just like disappears and absorbs into her hand uh the impression i got
1: another another issue i had with the episode like some of the previous ones mm-hmm. so dark it was so dark oh, was i could not see dark what yep. was the i couldn't see what it was at all uh yeah. i i had to rewind a couple of times i was like i still can't i just can't see what yeah it was. so i think I it,
0: it i think it absorbs into her hand and sort of like
1: yeah that's yeah. the sense i got and and i think that this is i think we queued up the control chips uh mother controlling the birds right uh right. for this moment this is a this is a controlling a human um it's it's both it's controlling oh. the human and also it's the cocoon that we saw for for paul like it's controlling her and then it's turning her into the tree
0: right yeah so she walks away from camp she begins digging and uh, when we wake up in the morning paul sees that the the d12 is open he looks over and sees the tree wakes up marcus um they walk over and marcus finds some delicious fruit i think the f- this was kind of for this episode had a lot of gross stuff yeah. Did the fruit did the sea did it need to be like brainy you know that's he opens it up and
1: and like my I I immediately thought that's sue that the tree is sue right everybody yeah. th- yeah. already yeah. Yeah, thinks yeah, it's yeah. sue so when he opens the fruit i was like like cuz it was like when is he going to realize it's sue and yeah. he opens it i was like he's that's His disgusting he's going like to realize brain. this is like a beating heart or a brain or something that it's clearly but no he then takes a big old bite big chunk. uh it's not until the tree starts pulsing that he's like oh wait a minute is this
0: I, th- I thought that the veiny pulsing thing was very similar to Marcus's, uh, uh, veins on mm. his head. Um, and yeah, the tree, it sort of thuds like a heartbeat. And that's where we, well, sadly, Paul's in the background, like mom, <laughs> It's like Marcus, yes. uh, knowing what mom. has happened to mother. No.
2: I did have like the very like similar dynamic Right where with the darkness and the glare on the Screen and I went back and watched it and it wasn't Until like once the tree is there that I recognize Oh it's a seed I'm like what was that A rock but it clearly it like very much Parallels the Marcus veins And even like the, the veins of like uh, Like as it's drawing the trees Drawing all that stuff and at the end and he Feels the heartbeat Um, was Very reminiscent of like the milk of all the Android milk right like there was like this White mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. almost tissue coming Up through it Um, I felt okay about the fruit for an instant i was like oh it looks kind of like a pomegranate inside a walnut oh my god that's very red and fleshy, like a brain and then like once he takes the bite out of it they go back and show the second shot i'm like this is horrific like that's horrific this man is officially like eating human flesh uh via this strange like fruit that he found um yeah, I don't know what to think. Here's my question to you guys. As we've seen like so many of these characters, like I foolishly thought like Paul was really done for when he got cocooned up. But nope, we were good two episodes later. Like is Sue um, in some fashion or form like walking around talking to people by the end of season two? Or is she off the board? Yeah, we, we've,
0: we've talked a lot about Ter- your frustration mm-hmm. with like the plot armor of people in this uh, mm-hmm. show. This does feel the most like like, you know, Neve Algar is not on the show anymore. You know, yeah, so this... will play the role of tree if she is yeah. if she's <laughs> coming back, you know,
1: this feels this feels final to me. Just like the the dramatic kind of way that the episode ends on it Um, that, you know, the, the tears from Marcus. Um, and you know, like if you think about it, uh, throughout this whole season, like has Sue really had much to do, you know, like they've just been kind of running her in circles until this moment. Uh, I don't know what they would do with her character moving forward, especially now that she's sort of reunited with, uh, Paul and Marcus who uh, both seem to have like other things going on in the plot. Mm Um, it it feels like they kind of kept her around for this moment and i and i'm still like you know i'm happy that 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 they that they did a likely death that i did care about on the other hand i like she was one of the few characters that i did care about mm-hmm. uh so i'm hoping that that uh we can we can re- i mean i'm all in on father at this point uh so you know hopefully hopefully we're, we're all good and like tempest i i'm i like as well she's just not enough She's not in the show enough to, to, to make an impact, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I like that. Hopefully this is meant to be something that we're like, ah, like Saul got us again. Like he, he screwed with us with the snake baby. And now he, now he killed Sue. Um, and, and, you know, screw, screw Saul. Um, and maybe Saul still turns out to be some sort of utilitarian good guy in, in, in future seasons. But like right now we're mad at Saul.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with what you said there that like, I, you know, we've talked a lot about like, yeah, nobody's going to die on the show. So I do like that. They have seemingly done something, you know, we have not watched the rest of the season. It's not finished yet. Yeah. Um, that seemingly this is a character off the board, um, replaced by this, uh, tree. Uh, I'm sad for it to be Sue, but I think I understand from like, if I was writing the show, that's probably the character, um, quickest to take off the 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 board. Um, you know, I you're not gonna you can't lose mother, father. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind Marcus kind of getting what he deserves at some point, but it feels like, you know, I probably still want him on the show. And then you have all the kids who I don't think are gonna necessarily go. So I think we um, could lose a
1: kid here or there. I think think it's something we probably will. Sure. Yes.
0: Um yeah, so it makes sense to me. I do think this is it for Sue. Um but I think that you know, it's per, again like wanting to to do. You know, I think that idea of like um wanting to do whatever will help Paul. I'm now interested. It, it, this actually makes me really invested in like what what happens with Paul moving forward. He's been such a staunch yeah. believer, and yet now Saul made his mother a tree. You know, it's like true
2: sad. Uh, yeah, and, so, and now so, yeah, like Saul has really taken something important from yes. him, right? And so yeah. like, yeah
1: there's a there's an emotional sort of connective uh through line there where it's 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 like uh you know not to to spoil game of thrones but like in game of thrones when characters die it's like main characters die that you care about you still care because there are people in the show in the story that yeah. care about the death and want to avenge it and want to carry on the ideals that that person embodied so if paul Cares and decides to turn away from Saul because of this, then like that's great. I can be all in on Paul. Like I'd be super happy about that. If or even Marcus, right? Like if either mm-hmm. one of them, if both of them are like, ah, Sue sacrificed herself for the good of Saul, then it's like okay. Like uh, like what did it mean then? Right? Like it, yeah. I hope it needs to matter her her loss
2: well I, I think it at least uh would matter to mother as like we keep like looking back to that conversation sure. where she's like hey you're my friend Sue and like mother they have friends right this is not a thing that like exists uh you would like know to grace that like she's the only other mother that like mother has to connect with and this is like yet another thing that this crazy mithraic doctrine will have taken from her and like now that she's fully weaponized again that's very like dangerous um for everybody that's alive on Kepler 22b right like mother yeah being pissed off is not good for anyone um i also was like struck by the notion that it's just sue that this happens to right they all had this like phantom idea of like maybe the three of us need to do it together but it's just like the mother alone that creates like this seed bearing life giving like tree of life right and um I was very, like, just hooked on that, the notion that, like, it is Sue specifically, like, sure, we can talk about the story economy and, like, what's been happening, the writers trying to, like, find something to do with Sue. But that feels like a very, very intentional choice um, to be, like, tracking going forward, that it is, like, one of the mothers that is made into the tree, not, Mm -hmm. like, crazy, fervent, uh, egomaniacal Marcus or, like, blindly naive young child Paul, you know, Um, yeah. Yes. Well,
1: I mean, in terms of the prophecy, like they're both still technically on the board, right? I think yeah. Marcus Marcus is fulfilling it a bit more at the moment because he wielded you could wielded the eyes, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and you know what has Paul wielded? Because they found the tree now, which means that the wielding part is over, right? Mm-hmm. Paul knew uh, it was a
0: seed. <laughs> he was <isn't> right. <laughs>
1: um, that's true. I mean, Paul did find the seed, but did he yeah. wield anything to get there? Not. I mean, it's he just really. randomly found it. Right. Yeah. He's maybe well, if we went maybe if we go back, there's like there's like a throwaway line of like, let's go check this cave because of X reason.
0: The the piece for me about Paul that I think is still a question for me moving forward in these last two episodes is like, does being cocooned have any repercussions for him? Like we saw his little yeah. snake eyes. We said that he was he was like becoming bio organic he was becoming different in a way Mother was super excited by that Like that's the piece to me that feels Left on the the board like he seems just Totally fine since that happened um, But I am waiting for something to happen Where it's like oh, he actually has like some weird powers you i'm know, that, curious yeah. about
2: that as well um, and it is interesting right because we just turned like our primary doctor into a tree uh, so like who even will know yeah. what's going on there yeah and, and the it's, other
0: it's, yeah sorry go ahead
1: it was, it's possible that that the purpose was to you know like a show us that humans can turn into creatures uh, yeah, via true. this method and b it was the inciting incident to get Sue to to help uh mm-hmm. saul um but uh, but i would yeah. like for it to have some lasting repercussions because
2: it was pretty dramatic
0: yeah, I agree. It could it could have just been um plot device well, to, to get I mean, us like- elsewhere, but
2: clearly like um you know like tempest's whole like physiology was affected by just like her coming within like range of grandmother that whole like exchange mm-hmm. and so like yeah paul spent three days in like some weird biotech cocoon right and had to be like leached out of it um that's like come. this seems much more severe than like grandma saying like a yeah. weird mithraic song at me and showed me like an, an echocardiogram on her face
0: well the other thing we didn't really t- we t- touched on it briefly but what it means for this character the other character who uh there are some you know some reasons to believe they are more than they appear this episode is campion being the one to be able to reach out and touch grandmother which then activates her to speak Mm -hmm. um you know in fact that campion has the same name as campion sturgis Uh, we've seen you know thought of him on the board as a potential uh prophet um you know uh, but he feels like he's more than what he appears to be the idea that he is the le- leader this idea that he's the leader of the of, of the future atheist colony um you know all of this stuff leading me to believe that there's much more to camp in this episode when he's like he's the one who's able to activate grandmother coming alive is um well
1: interesting yeah. is it is it possible that uh we're talking if we're talking you know consciousness transfer that uh that that og campion sturgis was able to somehow get his consciousness implanted into uh these embryos somehow or at least one of them right well, like
0: campion is the one who's like he's struggling. You know, and they're like, we got to destroy it. And Mother's like, no, we'll just sing to it. Uh, You know, the reason could be a likely explanation as to why, like, oh, this one's not doing quite as well. Oh, it's because it had its consciousness, like, implanted from somebody mm. else, you know, uh, like that would be there from episode one, mm-hmm. uh, you know. so and if, yeah. and if
1: he has the capability to sort of, like, uh, transmit his consciousness, then that would kind of explain why he is so weirdly so much more knowledgeable than any other human because maybe he has been around for thousands of years as well. Um, Maybe he wasn't even originally human. Uh, And, um, you know, because we still, it's the only, like, uh, because there's something with campy. Still, we gotta figure whatever yep. it is. It's something, and with consciousness I mean, the transfer, there's the a lot only of reason
0: I don't like it because then young, if Campy ever unlocks, very it, He's like, uh oh, I slept with my mom. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Creepy.
2: I mean, it's very Wayland Jennings like Ridley Scott. It plays into all of those things that like we kind of expect to be part of the DNA. I think that like my big fear, the further along we go, um, so much of my interest is about like the human history here on like Kepler twenty two B or whatever, and I'm like. Gosh, is this just going to be a time travel story? Like, is that what's happening here? Is that where we're going? Is it really that where it is, like, as explicit as, like, um what's happening here, like, affected the past on this planet? Or is there more, like, insane and convoluted, like, take apart? Because that's, when you, like...
0: When I, you say I, what happened here like is planet.
2: is this a time travel story whereby um the like actions of the people that we're watching in the series now will have like set in motion the events of the past that they are dealing with now um right like i, yeah. I we love time travel stories in a lot of ways but i really hope this isn't that
1: right i agree i i and i know like that's obviously with all of the talk about like the ancient civilized like the messages from the past and Um, You know, we still have that cave painting with Uh uh, the two androids and the embryos. Um, And so there's a lot of reason to uh, to believe that there might be some kind of loop going on or some kind of time travel stuff going on. I also hope not. I feel like that's uh, when you have a time travel story. It's it can really only be a time travel story like mm-hmm. that explains everything, everything. And then you have right? to figure out just how to piece together all of the, the tapestry of the time travel. Yep. Whereas uh I feel like it's a lot more interesting if even if there have been like cycles that yep. of of these events happening over and over that it wasn't specifically
2: like a time loop uh, thing. Rich and I, I love
0: shows that have cycles, specifically ones with 33 years in between them. Yeah, that's dark. very <laughs> true.
2: I mean, yes. uh, some of them are, like, extraordinary. That especially. Go watch Dark. If anybody is, like, loving Raised by Wolves mm-hmm. and hasn't watched Dark, probably you'll get some mileage out of that. Um, to me, I'm, like, very much in that same space, Taryn. I want, like, cycles repeating and, like, what's going to be different this time. I like the idea of, like, this cyclical thing that, like, this has happened before it will happen again to, like, call to the other, like, the wheel Wheel side. breaks. But, uh, yeah, the exactly. Wheel will. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, I love these kind of notions right i just don't want it to turn into a very like um you know circular story rather than a cyclical story wherein Mm -hmm. like we're just feeding itself its own stuff you know yeah Yeah. the
0: best example i can get is like uh i feel like you know um i I agree with you when it's like uh i I don't want the time traveling i don't want father to have written the scripture well uh, like a version of father can have written the scripture i don't want father to write the scripture like we see him go back or whoever like you know that's what i don't and it feels very um uh, like the critique that like Lord or uh, Star Wars gets, sorry, when they're like, why is it always about like Luke Skywalker? Why is they yeah. why is he always mm-hmm. involved? Right? It's like I I do you know I think it takes you know at some point when you're writing these stories, it takes guts to be like, no, it's this new character who you don't know is, is very important in the, in the show rather than being like, nope, it's mm-hmm. all the people that we liked. You liked from season one or all the people who were involved in all of the yeah. important things, you know? So yep. I agree with you. I hope it's not um, time travel in, in that sense that uh, we do find out that thousands of years ago, there are people who like, I you know, I, I, the, t- the show put that on the table this week. I I think, I feel like the way that the show moves, to some extent, I do feel like we're going to get that next episode, or at least before the end of the season of like, we're going to get some information from grandmother that will explain the history of Saul on this planet and how the scriptures ended up on earth. But maybe I'm being an optimist here.
1: I mean, I, I so I, I mean, I, I think another question to maybe talk about before we wrap up is uh, grandmother, mm-hmm. good guy or bad guy, because mother doesn't trust her. Um, and she was getting a little sketchy when he was talking about when she was like, how many humans are here? I was like, Huh, I don't know if she should know this information. I got a little skeptic. I've been thinking grandmother would be, uh, I mean, I thought grandmother might be attached to Saul. Um, but I I, like, uh, is this good news or bad news? I don't know
0: um yeah boy i want it to be good news and yet when you say that like wow she really powered down right before the baby got stolen huh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, yep. That yep. Seems but that's not necessarily evil. a bad
1: thing she could be helping protect the baby right from the fruit right because they're going to be passing that
2: fruit around
0: again yep. i go back to the thing about like i don't know that if we know yet whether these showrunners like what is their belief on humanity is humanity a thing that Can persevere? Is humanity a thing that, like, we are all bad and we'll all F up? So, like, you need a robot to steal, to get a mermaid man to steal your baby so that the baby is safe? Like, you know, don't trust humans to raise the baby uh, raised by wolves, you know? Um, So, yeah, I really, I really don't know whether grandmother
2: i was very intrigued by some of the stuff you guys were talking about on the last podcast in terms of the romulus and the remus of it all Mm -hmm. and the like dichotomy we're obviously playing with these two factions um it's so much about like duality like the gender roles all these kind of interesting things that we're like exploring in the show and the notion of there being like uh like okay so we keep talking about saul but are there like two of those are there two like separate agents we've seen these two manifestations of the religious but between, like, a Lucius, the, like, last true believer, and the Marcus, this person who's, like, bringing forward this new ideology. And the way that that could play out is very interesting, right, um, in terms of, like, what faction or or what side she may represent. Because my whole, like, feelings with grandmother, like, was father was putting it together. And I'm like, oh, cool, nice. You've got yourself, like, a little corrector like, set project over here. You're building models in the garage. That's cool. And then, like, the strange spores, I was like, oh, this is incredible. Rate. And then at the point that we start growing her back, I'm like horrified only to be won over um, by like that, that great term of like uh banana tech, right? The mm-hmm. tech. I was like, actually, this is kind of cool. <laughs> like I dig it. Maybe she'll be chill. Then she starts singing and I'm like, oh yeah, she's definitely great. Like she's got to uh-huh. be better than mother. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm all over the map. I don't know what to think at all about grandmother. And I'm very curious where it ends up going.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely some connection to Campion uh, between her saving him and mm-hmm. him then somehow like activating. her. But like if she wasn't like fully active, how did she know to save Campion before? Is it just the communication that needed to be? A- it's it's strange stuff.
0: Yeah. what well, what is like instinctual uh, built instinctually built into her versus needed to be activated and, and woken up? all interesting things well that is episode six the tree um and uh we'll be back uh next week uh hopefully with the return of josh wiggler philly thanks for coming on
2: yeah thank you guys so much for having me it's such a treat i really love the show um i've been having fun listening to you guys talk about it all season but yeah it really is like activated and gotten weird and i'm loving it i'm very curious how this is all going to play out by the end of season two
0: yeah um what are you up to and where can people find you yeah you can find me
2: on twitter i'm at dm philly my dms are open if you want to talk to me about raised by wolves or television or dungeons and dragons or any of that stuff uh i'm streaming every week over at twitch tv slash dm philly uh tuesday nights you can catch myself and grace where we play D&D in space uh and i was struck by how much of our D&D in space campaign resembles uh raised by wolves grace mm. like the hollow sphere you got a thing that's yeah. a lot like that you got a war yeah. going on with yep. strange fish people, angry mermaid yep, people under true. the oceans. Uh, there's a lot Damn of like connective. Yeah. 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 Right. There's a lot of connective tissue here. So if you did grace talking about raised by wolves, uh, come pop in on us Tuesday nights, 8 PM Eastern. The VODs for all that are on YouTube at DM Philly.
0: That's about it. Yep. Cool. Taryn, what about you?
2: Uh, Well, big
1: brother Canada starting up Ooh. here. Uh, So you can of course come and join us on that journey. Uh, You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, hanging out. Uh, You can join my Discord uh, as well. It's a good time over there. Uh, I've got the Terrence show running, uh, talking to a bunch of cool people, and um, yeah, let's uh, check out uh, Terrence's quest. Talk about some Mm -hmm. books. Cool. What I got?
0: Um, I'm on Twitter. at high from grace. Also been streaming a bit on Twitch, twitch.tv slash high from grace. Um, lots of stuff going on. We, uh, have almost finished our euphoria coverage. Aman and I, uh, we joined by Murray Ford this week. Talk about the finale. We'll be joined by Bryce Isaiah to talk about the whole season. Send your feedback in euphoria at posher recaps.com or DM me on Twitter. Um, movie, weekly movie coverage, uh, a new pirate show just, uh, dropped on HBO max. Uh, I think the episodes are out today. So our flag means death. The Taika Waititi, uh, starby uh movie philly you and i are talking vikings valhalla that just dropped eight episodes on netflix so uh, a lot happening over there uh yeah you can find out everything i'm doing on twitter at high from grace uh until next week we will see you how